Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Think Tank Sports. Think Tank Sports, where we think and you listen. Check us out on the socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to us on Spotify for podcasters or wherever you get your podcasts. We are out there for you to digest and watch us on YouTube as today we are going to do an NFL draft recap. It was an exciting few days there. Lots of picks, lots of lots of storylines. So it's uh, interesting times. The NFL, whether you want to say they ever actually go dormant, um, probably not dormant anymore. And now for the rest of the way, I even heard today, Mike, uh, as I drag Mike into the podcast, kicking and screaming, um, <laughs> that the schedule they're saying the schedule may be released on May 11th and how they had to wait until the Aaron Rodgers trade and the Lamar Jackson signing. And that changed everything with the schedule. And so the NFL is percolating and, you know, cooking and all of those things. The NFL is going to be on the front of our brains for a while. So we're going to talk about the draft and other things. Me, and my good friend, Mike. Mike, how are you? Good, Dave. Good, Dave. Good to see you. Yeah, I think you're making a good point about the uh, total calendar for the NFL. Really, it's mm. the uh, few weeks in the dead of summer, like when the NBA finals are going, uh, right before training camp starts. That's that's really the quietest right now in the NFL, which is quite interesting. Definitely a departure from when we were kids and then when our parents were kids, these guys were, you know, Car sales, insurance, right? Whatever job they could find in the off season. So, uh, come a long way. And and Lamar Jackson, you hit it right away. Uh, I guess he didn't need an agent. Signed his own deal, five years, all guaranteed, two hundred and sixty million. Uh, taking it right to the bank, literally at the M and T ballpark there, and <laughs> in Baltimore, and. Um, <clears throat> All the negativity that was spewing out of both sides a week earlier. Yeah, uh, everyone's happy in Kumbaya. So good, good for Lamar Jackson. I am happy mm-hmm. for him. He got paid. Now let's see if we can throw the ball, Dave. Yeah. I mean, well, you know he's you he's know got he has targets now to throw the ball. Um, but I think I've shared that that meme with you. Um, oh gosh, now I can't even think of the. It's, it's terrible. The big wide receiver they signed. In the off Hardman? season, Michael Hardman. No, 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 no. Uh, I can't believe I can't believe I can't think of who it is, but it's like basically him standing in an empty room, saying, watching Lamar Jackson run the ball down the field for touchdowns, well, like expecting a pass. Why can't I think of who it is? I don't know who you're talking about, buddy. I'm sorry, I don't know either. Oh my gosh. Anyway, I'm looking oh, back through our text chain, but there's so many no, texts it's, that it's, I can't it's, even it's from a while ago. Oh, all right. Uh I'll I'll look it up here. But, we'll figure we'll um, figure it out. But yeah, Lamar Jackson, right now the um highest paid player in the NFL, breaking no. the bank, as Mike said. Um yeah, I mean, and that was and that was one of the pieces that everybody was kind of waiting to drop and see. And ultimately, Mike, it comes down to with them signing him uh, to the type of franchise tag that they did, mm-hmm. the compensation that other teams would have had to give up. Nobody was willing to do it. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
you know, That's and so true. I mean, it turns out that the Ravens actually, I mean, they had to, you know, pay them, but um, them signing them actually helped. I, I know, I guess. Are well, we both forgetting about Odell Beckham? Was that who we were trying to think of? Uh, Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Rashad Bateman, and Devin DuVernay are the starting four. Nelson Aguilar. Um, yeah, no, I think it's yeah. I think it's I think it's Odell Beckham Jr., it was Odell. Which, is, yeah. which is horrible. But yeah, yeah, basically him standing in the end zone watching <laughs> is the meme standing in the end zone while That's watching fair. Lamar Jackson run the ball. <laughs> That's probably fair. And, and, and nobody near him either. <clears throat> was uh, Aaron Rodgers finally getting the deal done to the Jets? Uh, another where the Jets were asking or the Packers were, you know, trying to ask a King's ransom, but nobody really had any leverage in that whole situation. So I'm glad David was over before the draft. These kids could have their night, their spotlight coming out of college. Uh, And little did anybody know, you know, we would have the Will Levis, Aaron Rodgers type drama uh, going in. So last week on Twitter, we asked our astute fans uh, how many quarterbacks will be drafted in the first round. So here's where there's a little controversy, Dave. Yeah. With some of the gambling sites, too. Um, Will Levis not drafted in the first round. No. But the 32 pick overall, correct? 32nd pick overall? Uh, nope, nope. Nope. Oh, no, that picks. was. Uh, nope, there were no. 32 picks in the first round. There was uh, only 31 this year. That's oh, right. Point. No, Joey Porter Jr. from Penn Joey State Porter Jr. Will Levis was, was, was 32. Yeah, so Levis was 33. Yep. Okay. So um, so not in the first round. So only three taken in the first round, and nobody of our tens of fans picked that. Uh, although Mark Dodds did say none of the none above. None of the above, That yes. was above, so I guess he doesn't count either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he does not. I, I, will, I will firmly say that doesn't count. Yeah. But, you know... <laughs> We had three quarterbacks chosen, and, and they get to have their night, so which is great. Um, Will Levis plummets, you know, if you could call it to plummet to thirty-three, it's still a pretty decent pick. Um, yeah, but, but given how everybody I was talking about him, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you know, and I, all the the people saying, "Oh, you know, ESPN was too rough," and all the pictures. Mm-hmm. Of him. Are you kidding? That happens all the time right if there's any and even in games if there's somebody that fouls up and makes a bad play and it doesn't have to be espn it's whatever network is showing it they show that person over and over and over right i I just i don't want to hear it that's that's just crap as far as i'm concerned there's my professional opinion what's crap dave is i don't know where these kids are getting their advice or their information from but two days before, Levis was telling he was hearing he might be the number one overall pick to the Panthers. Yeah. And now he, you know, goes to the second round. But um, the Panthers did take Bryce Young one. Uh, no real surprise. In fact, uh, they said on the broadcast uh, that um, the NFL had to tell the Panthers, take your time on the clock. Don't rush because we want to set up the, you know, the packages for the TV and and all of that. Oh, see, that's awful. See, that right yeah. there would be where I Go would ahead. just be like, nope, I'm going to just run up and make the pick. Well, of course, the commissioner, <laughs> you could give it to him right away and the commissioner could stand oh, there and wait the entire out. time. Right. He, could, he right. could control it all by himself. 
That's right. So you could have a five hour first round because everything's 10 minutes long, you know, yep. between picks. But uh, your boy did come out, Roger Goodell, with uh, the human shields as his uh, blockers. <laughs> yes, he did. He take did. able-bodied people with him this time. Uh, you know, they opened this show with uh, Stone, Eric Stone Street, the comedian from Modern Family, and uh, uh, a young woman who was also an actor or actress, but I don't know what she was from. Um, I do not remember what who it was. So yeah, it was nobody I'd ever seen before, but that doesn't mean much. Um, All we're trying to do out. is reinforce the fact that we said he would come out with human shields, and he did. So we right, right. And he brings out Kelsey and Mahomes, and then the ultimate human shield, the you know Super Bowl trophy. So um, yeah, in Kansas City, what are you gonna, you know complete pander? But he still got some booze. Still got some booze, which was yep. great. I definitely had the TV on mute at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so the Houston, Texas. So let, so pick one goes by. The room's like, all right, you know, it happened. We we kind of all thought. And then yeah. the Houston Texans take C.J. Stroud, and again, everyone's like ho hum. Kind of we kind of, they've been on the clock also for months, and this has kind of been obvious. You know, the Davis Mills era is over, um, and they go with C.J. Stroud out of Ohio State. So Dave, I guess let's start right there before we get into Houston's continued craziness, those two quarterbacks, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, uh, do you have a feel of what their careers are going to be like in the NFL and what kind of players they're going to be at all? You know, maybe well, comparison to somebody <clears throat> historically would be nice. You know, what's interesting is, spot. yeah, well, it's okay. It's, this is our podcast. Um, yeah. What's interesting is that these two, I mean, these teams are saying, you know, these guys are going to be, you know, can't miss. And sure. Right. Have we seen, you know, the Ryan Leafs of the world? Yes. We have seen some complete busts. Jamarcus um, Russell exists. Right. Yes. Jamarcus Russell. Some of these names though, I would say don't Bryce Young and CJ Stroud don't fit that bill. Um, just based on the amount of time they played in college, the success that they had, uh, the competition that they played against. Um, you know, Bryce Young is certainly great. He, he is so small, Mike, and I know this has been a theme um, for some time. It will be curious to see how he does. You know, again, this was some of the, the knock against Lamar Jackson and um, more like RG three and and Kyler Murray. We're kind of seeing play out, you know, just that Slater build that, you know, the full contact NFL um, it's going to challenge. Yeah. And even with all of the rules, right. Your build is your build. You can't outwork it or out hustle it. Yeah. So, you know, when you look at a CJ Stroud, who's, you know, six, three, a little bit bigger, um, 214. I, I think physically Stroud has the, you know, the body build to, to last longer, uh, as far as, you know, quarterbacks in the league. Um, any feel about who they look like at all, especially Stroud, uh, Bryce young. I mean, it's Carolina. You still, you know, you st- both teams are not great, Mike. I mean, I guess Carolina. No, no. Carolina was a little bit better. You know, they did have a chance there 
um, in the last couple of games, if they had won to kind of, you know, work remember, their that's way a God awful division into so, the playoffs. Right. Yeah. So, you know, does that help? They could pull a Jacksonville. Sure. They, they yeah. certainly could. Um, you know, the Texans, I think they have a lot of work to do, um, but both of these guys are going to play. Um, okay. Yeah, so no, I guess, I guess that's what I got. I don't have like, you know, huge comparisons other than, you know, saying, like I said, the, they, they do have more success, I think, than some other potential or past busts in the early picks. Um, well, I'm glad you said all that because I think you're exactly right. No one really knows who these guys are or they're going to be, Yeah, you know, um, everyone and myself included, and I'm still not convinced that Jalen Hurts is, you know, the next great NFL quarterback. So when I look at these guys and really anybody drafted uh, quarterback wise in this draft, Richardson, Levis, all those guys, um, I think this is going to go down as one of the worst quarterback drafts in a long time. I don't see anybody here that I think is going to be uh, above average. I think Stroud has the biggest potential. Mm-hmm. Levis has the biggest arm, but the one I bet on the most, ironically, is Hendon Hooker, um, yeah. who has all the tools, has the experience. Ben, he's a little older than than the rest, yeah, for, for sure. But early success anyway, uh, I think Hendon Hooker might be the way to go as far as who's going to be the most successful. But he wasn't even taken early. So, you know, who, who no. knows? Yeah, and so Hendon Hooker, third round. Uh to the lions um pick number six bad pick you're not gonna have him early because he's still battling the injury you're fine with golf for another couple of years anyway probably. sure um so I, yeah. I, I like what they did there yeah um, has he has an opportunity to to get some time to develop and you know i'm not saying he's aaron Rodgers, but if you think about some similar circumstances now sure. of course jared goff is not brett Favre either um, but similar in that, you know, he doesn't need to start right away. And there's, there's an experience in front of him. Sure, um, absolutely. Mike, you alluded to the craziness of the Texans. What else did the Texans well, do? It's like, do we want the quarterback or the pass rusher and someone in the corner with another meme saying, why not do both? And they yep. did dude. they, made the trades and came back to the third spot in the draft after just picking, picking number two. And they take uh, Will Anderson, the pretty much can't miss edge rusher out of Alabama. So they get a stud pass rusher and their quarterback of the future in back-to-back picks. And uh, I just think it's very interesting um, to see teams do that. It was almost like, what was that Kevin Costner movie where, he was the draft. Was it called Draft Day, where he was the uh, Cleveland Browns general manager, and he was st- same snare. They were stuck between two players, and he went back and got them both. And like in the movie, that was like you know the best thing that ever happened in the history of sports. But um, yeah, great, great move really by the Texans, right? Yeah, right. I mean, you you on some levels you can make an argument that will anderson jr is a better pick than cj stroud when you think about like immediate impact um you know he's got the body the 6'4 253 i mean he's got that fast 
you know, big, but not huge, uh, right. body on the outside. Uh, you could definitely make that argument. I mean, this is, this is a great pick, I think for the Texans. I agree. I agree. Totally. I think that, um, this franchise is constantly underrated as much as they seem to be rebuilding, uh, all every year. Um, their draft of talent isn't bad. I think their choice, you know, obviously, um, they ran with my boy, uh, head coach, and then he was running the show for a long time. Bill, I can picture him, formerly yeah. Penn State. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, um, I was going to say Bill Bradley. Bill O'Brien is Bill his O'Brien. name. Yeah. <laughs> um, they let him run it into the ground, but, you know, they seem to be back on track. And, and you know, jettisoned, you know, Deshaun Watson, and now they're completely, they're a year washed from that, and now they're mm-hmm. ready to go. Yeah. So, uh, good for them. And then the Colts step up at four, Dave, and, and really tech, the only choice they really had, because what are they doing to quarterback? Um, but they yeah, they had to do Richardson. something. They had to be a quarterback, right? right? It was Richardson or Levis. Um, and yeah, they, they, they go with Richardson again, you know, good quarterback body, six, four, two forty four. Um, right. you know, certainly has lots of, you know, lots of ability and lots of talent. Um, but yeah, they, but they had to go quarterback here. I mean, he really sucked at Florida, didn't he? I remember there was a couple of games, um, where he had some bright moments, but really they didn't win anything, you know, at Florida. Now, you know, you know, talent pool and yeah. you know, coaching and all that stuff goes into, it, especially in college. But still, for somebody that's the fourth overall pick in the draft as a quarterback, you would have thought, you know, a little more success on the field for Richardson, in, in my opinion. But, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of his. I think he's got, uh, you know, he has an arm arrogance without the actual talent to back it up. So, yep. And, and if you reference our earlier comments, is this a guy that is a bust Yeah, because of the lack of success um, at Florida? We will see. Um, but it's got bust written all over it. It really does. Unfortunately yeah. for the yeah. Colts who, you know, might not be a big fan of their owner, but you know, those, those fans deserve better than a piece of trashy organization in the middle. <laughs> I won't put them in uh, Brown's territory quite I say yet. not in Brown's territory yet. No. What else, Dave? So those are the three quarterbacks in the first four picks. <clears throat> um, there really wasn't a ton of excitement. Now, I mean, the, the Jalen next... Carter pick to, yep. um, to the Eagles, uh, you know, the one the, right before that, though, was really the first, I would say, controversial pick. Bijan oh, yes, Robinson, the Bijan Robinson from Texas. It's a nice yeah. talent and will help the Falcons. But eighth overall, with all the needs they have, yeah, just seemed uh, for running back, you know. And believe me, I, I understand the hypocrisy of wearing this giant shirt and drafting Saquon Barkley so high. But still, uh this is not Saquon Barkley by any means. No, it's not. And I think I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Jalen Carter based on some of the, the off the field stuff that has gone on. Oh, with of course. Him. And I think, I think that's going to come by, come back to bite the Eagles in the ass. Um, as far as that goes, 
But you don't think their locker room with all the Georgia guys and Alabama uh, guys there? Keep I, I, I don't know. I, I just think. Well, college. I just think he's just. Uh, you know, there's just certain people, yeah. players that are just not right, and I think he's one of them. Okay. Uh, that being said, sure. how do the Falcons not take him at eight? I don't know. That that that's for me like. I mean, he's a tremendous talent and, you know, I think, you know, the Falcons, that's their first pick. That's one of those, I think, where you have to say, you got to take the best player on the board. Right. And you can make either way. Argument. That wasn't B. John Robinson. I don't no, think. it was not B. John Robinson. No, they definitely got caught up in the hype machine on that one. So then the bears do something very curious. Peter Skaronsky grew up in Chicago, went to Northwestern, which is in a suburb, you know, Evanston suburb of Chicago. Yep. They need a tackle. A tackle. And they take the kid, Darnell Wright from Tennessee, who yeah. had very similar grades to Skaronsky. Yeah. Um, and Skaronsky goes, you know, at 11 to the Titans. And uh, I happened to be watching uh, some draft coverage with Taylor Lewan was on from formerly of the Titans. And he was pumped up. He said, you know, um, they just set up there with Skaronsky Titans left tackles set for 10 years. Um, yeah. That's how much he likes Skaronsky. Not that Darnell Wright isn't going to be good, but why would the Bears miss the opportunity for the hometown guy? Unless, unless they know something literally nobody else does. They're very curious to me. You have any? No, I, 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 the, I don't. The only, oh, the only thing that I'm seeing, and and really, these guys can put the weight on, but you know, the Darnell Wright kid. At three thirty-three, um, you know, and Skaronsky at three thirteen, just a little bit bigger. But yeah. uh, you read these things; they're both can't miss. Right. You know, plug and play starters onto the offensive line. I, I, Mike, I'm with you. I, I don't have any inside information. I, I would think they would lean towards the local guy. Um, but I guess you know it is the Bears. I don't believe that the bears have any difficulties drawing fans and are they going to draw no. fans for an offensive lineman? Not necessarily, but you, you know, you yeah. get your team excited for the local guy. I mean, it's I know one of those little fabric stories that helps. In the long yeah. Run. You know, I, I mean a small piece, but you know, the Bills signed Latavius Murray today um, to their running back crew and he grew up in Syracuse. Right. You know, right. so like, Hey, that's, that's, that's kind of exciting. Outside. You know, um, is and that's Singletary just a, not on the roster anymore? Did I miss that? Yes, Devin Singletary. You did you did miss that? He is. Where'd he go? Do you know? Oh, about? off the top of my head, I do not. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm sure we'll yeah, see him bouncing around he's, the league. He's somewhere. gone. So then, Dave, the 12 pick causes every expert on every channel to. Oh, he's draft. on the Texans now. Oh, okay. All right. He, he's a good Texan. That's a good Texan. Um, <laughs> the 12th pick, every expert loses their mind when the Lions select Jameer Gibbs running back out of Alabama. Good Second Lord. back taken in the top 15, top 12 here, when the over under for running backs taken in round one was a half going in 
you know, according to all the gambling sites. So yeah, they expected Bijan Robinson to be at the bottom of the first round. Yeah, definitely that's... didn't expect Jameer Gibbs from Alabama. Now no. I did see them saying with the Lions style, um, he can catch 40, 50 balls out of the backfield, but still, uh, and, and they later, in fact, went until today to trade uh, Swift, um, DeAndre Swift. So loosened up some playing time for Jameer Gibbs, but still, uh, yeah. I just, you know, it's just one of those that, the Detroit Lions continue to lion after all these years, <laughs> they you, do. Know? you know, and, and it's and again, like belabor this, like the next pick is Lucas Van Ness, the defensive right. lineman or the defensive end from Iowa. Right. How are you not taking him or Broderick Jones, the offensive tackle from Georgia that goes the next pick like Detroit. Yeah. They're, they're just, if they're you just have Van Ness and Hutchinson, you know, bracketing the end there. Yes. Yeah, forget about it. What, yes. what a great pass rush. Yeah. You know, and, and when you think about the high quality uh, of the offenses in the league, and okay, so you can make an argument, all right, that the Lions are trying to make their offense, you know, more diverse. But then if they trade DeAndre Swift, right? well, that, I mean, addition yeah. by subtraction, subtraction by addition, I'm not I really don't sure. Know, buddy. Um, I don't know. I, I would think an, another defensive end would have made a lot of sense. Uh for Especially paired up at 18, they go out and get Jack Campbell, the linebacker from Iowa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so if they could have paired him with his pass rusher friend yeah. from Iowa. Yeah. You know? And I was upset. That seems I to really be the wanted... trend in the NFL. This, yeah. I wanted the Bills years. to get Jack Campbell. I mean, right. he, you know, he's, he's right up there. He, he was, you know, one of the best. Yeah. He was the top. Odo, oh, no. well, I mean, technically, Will Anderson Jr. was a, a linebacker, but you know, he's going to play more end, but in the NFL. But yeah, Jack Campbell, I was hoping he was going to fall to the Bills. That's a great pick for the Lions. It is absolutely a great pick for the Lions. Um, but in the shadow of their first pick, it's just it's a head <laughs> yeah. scratcher. Yes, it's a head scratcher. And yes, then we see, uh, Significant names, 20, Jackson Smith and Jigba goes to Seattle to continue to bolster Geno Smith's receiving core there with DK Metcalf and Lockett. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the one I wanted, Quentin Johnson, and we get a little run here on receivers. Oh, yeah. Uh, then goes to the Chargers. Yeah, that's that's a great pick for them. I mean, that is yep. just I a great pick. Um, yep. He's just, he's so talented, boy. That's That's... You know, yeah, I, you'd have to be thrilled, I would think, as a Chargers fan. Uh, Zay Flowers, the only talent on a Boston College team this year, apparently, <laughs> yes. uh, goes to Baltimore Ravens uh, in the next pick. And then the fourth in a row, Jordan Addison goes from USC to, to the Minnesota. Minnesota Vikings. Who yeah. Adam Thielen signed somewhere else this offseason, so he kind yeah. of just oh, I, I loved right I love Jordan Addison. He's a he's I think he's going to do a great job there in Minnesota. Uh, That's just a great pick for them. So all of a sudden, you get 19 picks, no wide receivers in a league that is wide receiver heavy right now, honestly, and has yeah. had some great. Just think about the influx of wide receiver talent in the last three years. It's been unbelievable. Um, from C.D. Lamb and Jefferson and all, I mean, just all these young kids that can just go get it. Um, 
to not have a pick until 19 and then get four in a row. Just a weird, it was just a weird draft day for many reasons. This was, this was another, you know, cluster of them. Yeah. Um, So you had 10 uh, of the first 19 picks were defensive players. Right. Right. So, so the league's paying catch up to all the offensive <laughs> explosion that yep. um, we've seen. And speaking of which, my New York Giants pick 24th and they go out and get a cornerback from Maryland who uh, I hadn't heard or seen a lot about until about a week before the draft. I saw this kid's highlight tape mm-hmm. um, and I, I really like him. Deontay Banks, he was one of one of several I had on my list of people I wanted in the first round because I always have champagne dreams and a light beer budget in the first round but what the heck it's not my budget (laughs) how many years did I want Micah Parsons and Simmons that ended up in Arizona and all these linebackers still don't have one yeah but still don't have them I digress yeah Uh, I like to pick a lot position of need definitely Uh, position of need yep yep played uh maryland actually turned out to be a fairly winning program while he was there and he Mm -hmm. was you know definitely a leader there so uh i'm okay with it i'm not blown away i'm not you know buying a deontay banks jersey or anything but you know no but it's good it's good yeah it's a good pick yeah speaking of which the next pick david yeah um It's very interesting. Um, so the Bills go after Dalton Kincaid, the tight end from Utah, um, and they they select him. And everybody, you know, anybody who's everybody or whoever, they're all saying, "Oh yeah, this is a, you know, this is a great pick." And da 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 da. da and you know, you know, there was a lot of uh, Cowboys media saying, "Oh, you know that what and you got." skip Bayless like went all ridiculous because he was all upset because Dalton Kincaid didn't fall to Dallas who had the next pick Uh, and Dallas come on you took Maisie Smith from Michigan I think you need to be okay with that yeah Um, you're gonna live with that one you're gonna be all right Um, but the thing that was interesting to me was I had looked before the draft and um, the the Bills site had listed most popular positions um, with all the different mock drafts, um, for all of the bills, uh, you know, the picks and, and with this particular pick and, uh, of all the different selections, uh, of the seven different positions, tight end was at the bottom with three. So needless to say, I was a little surprised now reading about Dalton Kincaid and all of the things that he can do. The fact that he's sure handed, you know, he can, he's in this, he's fast. He's in this, you know, Travis Kelsey type mode. That's great. And I'm, you know, that part, you know, was reassured me a bit. I just was a little surprised. Now the bills were able to, you know, bolster what I think they needed. Um, in the rest of the draft, but I just was a little surprised at this one. But um, as the bills said, have said since Brandon Bean and McDermott have come on, especially early uh, in the, the tenures, trust the process, right? Trust the process. And so I'm going to trust the process here that they know what they're doing and, and that Dalton Kincaid is going to be, 
you know, the tight end Was of the future. Was there a lot of consternation out your way about not taking the kid from Notre Dame, Michael Meyer, the other big name tight end? I, I don't think so. Baby Gronk. Okay. All right. He ends now, up with the Raiders uh, in the second round, and I think that's perfect for him and the Raiders. So um, let's look at – you talked about the rest of the picks for the Buffalo Bills, so let's do that while we're here. Yeah. Uh, second round, you get a guy I wanted for the Giants. Yes. Uh, and the name was fun, so I'll let you say it since he's your oh, player. Yes, Osiris Torrance. Yeah, take it Gotta to Osiris. love it. Yes, take it to it, Osiris. Uh, and if you haven't seen, go out on social media and watch the uh, the phone call sequence. Um, oh, yeah of them talking to Osiris. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing. Cause he was not at the draft. He was at home. Um, pretty cool deal, but yeah, he's definitely, you know, got offensive guard, uh, offensive line from Florida, definitely somebody who was right up there on the bills list, uh, of players to go get I'm very, very pleased, uh, with them picking him, uh, have to be excited, uh, Okay. For that pick, Great. and I am definitely. And then third round, they take Dorian Williams out of Tulane. Uh, the site Imon gives that an A grade as well as the Osiris mm-hmm. Torrance pick. So uh, I'll trust them on there. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Don't know you know, he. Him. Have you looked him up at all? No, I mean, I read a little bit. Look, he was he was on a Tulane team that was not good. Um, but then, uh, you know, had a great year this last year, uh, 12 and two. So he was, you know, one of the people that was able to help turn them around from, I believe they were two and 10 the year before. Right. Um, so it's interesting though, cause the bills really need a strong side linebacker and they drafted a weak side linebacker. Uh, yeah, they must have some idea in mind. Yeah. Well, and, and listening to, to Brandon Bean and McDermott, you know, that they're confident that, you know, the, the bail inspectors of the world and and others on the team are going to compete for that spot. uh, As far as that goes, they didn't rule out Dorian Williams for it, but it's not, um, not going to be his focus. Yeah. It's not going to be his focus. They've said at least in his first year. So, um, but you know, we needed a linebacker. We needed depth there. And, you know, Hey, you went and got it. We went and got it. So again, as I, you know, I've said, I, you know, they, I, I like what the bills did later in the draft uh, to balance out their needs. Yeah. Um, and they took from, when you look at the schools, you know, even their seventh round pick went to Oregon state, yep. Ole Miss, mm-hmm. Florida, you know, winning programs um schools that had nice years and picking the winners in those programs i think is is key to a, a good culture and fabric which is you know all the catchwords that uh gms and coaches use yep and that's you know the culture piece is huge in buffalo and a lot of players talk about it um the wide receiver justin shorter out of florida very very sure-handed uh similar uh with kincaid not a lot of drops over the time of his career um nicholas and i think it's brecker yeah uh the guard from mississippi so you know again adding offensive line depth which they sorely sorely needed last year um and you can never anticipate injuries but you know you just 
because those positions are so critical with how the offense operates, you've got to have more depth there. Um, and you mentioned uh, rounding out the uh, Alex Austin, the cornerback from Oregon State, the four-year starter. I mean, obviously, right. we saw Oregon State do some good things this last year. Uh, so, you know, solid draft class, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I think, for the Bills, Mike. Um, what about the picks for your Giants? Well, you know, you would mention when you were talking about the Bills, we had a need and we went and took care of it. Well, that's what they did in round two, the Giants, with a, a center, John Michael Schmitz uh, from Minnesota. And uh, Minnesota, you remember Ibrahim and all those guys had a nice running game, and he's the center um, calling the blocking scheme. Oh, so I gotta right. oh, how could I forget? They demolished Syracuse in the bowl right. game with their running. So, yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, I remember they should. Oh, this is the guy that didn't play in the bowl game. Correct. Oh, oh, and I was all, oh, yeah, now it's all coming back. I was it's, all over this because I just thought it was utterly ridiculous that he didn't play. A center um, from Minnesota didn't play in the bowl game, but he got drafted, you know, in the second round by the Giants. So. Sure, it works out. He didn't get hurt against Syracuse, so he yeah, gets drafted. True. He gets drafted and then gets to go play in New York. Well, technically New Jersey, but, you know, oh, whatever, okay. as far as that goes. Um, yeah, go. yeah, great. Great pickup for your New York Giants. And then Jalen Hyde out of Tennessee, lots of speed, a wide receiver, you know, can never, can't teach speed. So can never have too much of that. Uh, Same thing with Eric Gray running back out of Oklahoma, you know, not looking to hit if he gets more than five carries a game, something drastically wrong early on for sure, but never too much depth there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Hawkins out of Old Dominion. I can't say I ever heard of him. Uh, Jordan Reinley out of Oregon is just a big body, 6'5", 325 in the middle. And then the Giants' last pick uh, of the 2023 draft, Gervais Owens. Or Gervais? Gervais? I don't know. How do you say that? Gravis? Owens. Uh, safety out of Houston. This particular website's giving them an A, and so I will yeah, take Yeah, Gervarius? Oh, I don't know. I don't yeah, it's not Gervarius. The, 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 the safety there? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yep, yep. So, uh, again, with you, with the Bills, very solid pick, adding to uh, some positions of strength, but mostly, you know, supplementing what we need um, to take this back and, you know, get another – playoff win that's what we're looking for buddy you know um i think both our teams i think are going to have decent years um, yep i would so say with I'm the giants uh two you have you know joe shan who was with the bills and so right. uh, you know and obviously worked there um with brandon bean i think you see a very similar pattern right going out and and filling the needs across the board. And I think that's what he learned being in Buffalo Um, and same with Brian Dable. And so you see that type of environment now with the New York giants. And that's a good thing for the giants. You know, I I think, you know, the bills have been able to build their success the last bunch of years because their drafts have been, across the let's get depth across the board uh, right 
and then add the talent on top when we made the digs trade and you yeah. know Alan came around. Yeah. Um, so let's wrap it up on this, Dave. Syracuse Lauren Division One football team yes. ends up having two players drafted. Yeah. Uh, I kind of thought there would be more, but that's okay. Um, Matthew Bergeron goes yes. to goes to the Falcons. Goes yep. to the Falcons, and yep. then uh, Garrett Williams goes to the to Arizona. Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the quarter cornerback that had a big reputation. Sean Tucker got signed today by the Baltimore Ravens. Um, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, them too. Both of them. Both, <laughs> Both teams of them. signed them, and then Both Tampa teams got Tampa, yeah. Tampa ended up right. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I guess I thought Tucker, especially since we saw two running backs in the first round, I don't see a big drop off. You know, to Tucker, but I watched Tucker more than most, so I'm probably a little bit b- biased as far as compared to. Um, the two other kids that were were drafted, you know, yeah. see Bijan a ton. Um, no, I mean Tucker's kid, Tucker's very saw. talented. Um, yeah, you know, he certainly has a chance uh, with Tampa Bay. Uh, also, Mikel Jones signed with the Chargers. Oh, he did uh, and Andre signed with the Bears. So, um, you know, you got a couple oh, of you know un- Andre Schmidt, the kicker. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got, you know, some extra, you know, undrafted free agents um, along the way. So, so that's good. The Um, Bears, they didn't, they're not still rolling out double doing Cody Parkey, right? They had Santos or somebody last year, I believe, kicking Carlos Santos, formerly of the Chiefs. Yeah, confirmed. So it'll be interesting to see if he's re-signed or if Schmidt gets, I mean, he was a decent kicker, right? Oh, he was a great kicker. I yeah, mean, so I he, he, you know, I yeah, I, I mean, he won the, yeah. the Lou, the toe Groza award as a freshman. The um, Lou, the toe Groza award. You're getting deep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bet. Well, best kicker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two other uh, interesting, yeah. interesting points before we end up, Mike, uh, two of the, you know, during the college year, great quarterbacks, uh, Stetson Bennett oh, yeah. signs with the LA Rams. And just uh, wins. Just yeah, wins. yeah, you know, um, from Georgia, I, I, I believe I remember seeing some uh, some memes that he was like older than most of the NFL quarterbacks. And so oh, now yes. he goes yes. to the Rams. So, like so he's automatically, like, yeah. you know, automatically older than Matthew Stafford um, and Max Duggan from TCU goes to the Chargers. So they both are out there. Interesting. In L.A. Um, yeah. I'd be curious to Sharing see how how those two. Uh, play backup role you know how how does it go for the two of them who you know obviously were very successful and and matched up in the national title game this past year yeah that's a great point uh and you know with the xfl and the usfl now playing football you know maybe duggan and bennett end up there trying to hone their skills a little obviously duggan with the chargers you know, Herbert's going to be there another eight years or so anyway. Yeah. Um, and then with the Rams, you know, m- maybe Bennett does get a shot. You know, you got Baker Mayfield and, and Stafford there. Oh, no, Baker Mayfield's gone. Yeah. Um, who was my boy? The young kid. Anyway, there might oh, be some Oh, the guy from Wake Forest. Uh, right. John. Uh, oh, can't. We are not in football mode. Can't, yes, can't pull yes. the last the last name there, but I got Wolford. Yeah. Wolford. Uh, jo- yeah, Wofford. Wofford. Yeah. Wofford um, from 
<laughs> yes. So there's some opportunity in the near future for uh that's in Bennett. Bennett, maybe yeah. you know, uh because you know Stafford, where's he have two years left? You know, he's he's right behind Rogers and Brady and all those guys, and they hung on forever already. Yeah, you know. Um, so he yeah, can't Stetson be too Bennett, much yeah, he could be very well set up there. Yeah. But speaking of set up, that probably will cover uh take care of our NFL coverage unless something really crazy happens between now and training camp and our preview podcasts uh, for the summer. Um, I mean, we might, we might hit up the schedule, you know, the bills and the giants uh, are playing each other this year. So that'll be interesting to see. I believe it's a game that's in Buffalo. um, So it'll be interesting to see where that ends up. uh, How many, uh, primetime games the Jets and Aaron Rodgers get. Uh, a lot. lots of speculation. Let me, you, let me give you a hint. Yes, a, lot. a lot. Yes, I saw Adam Schefter say today that they thought they might get as many as six after they I had one last year. Legal maximum, though. Don't I mean they must? There must be a negotiation with a maximum period. Oh, I, I, and I believe there is. I believe there yeah. is. But between um, Sunday night and uh, Thursdays, and you know, it just throws your schedule off so yeah. much. Uh, but they could get flexed sharp. later in the year too, into some extra That's spots. Right. Um, so you know, maybe we'll do an NFL schedule thing. We'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, as far as that, um, the schedule and what's exciting. And if there's anything like crazy that goes on, we certainly will be covering it here at Think Tank Sports. Uh, we hope that you've enjoyed our draft coverage. Uh, let us know what you think, comment on the social media or send us uh, smoke signals or carrier pigeon uh, yes. to central New York. We'll probably see it uh, pretty easily here. Um, but yeah, comment, watch out for our polls, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, uh, for us here at think tank sports, we are happy to provide this content for you and hoping that you will continue to uh, listen to us here at think tank sports, where we think, and you listen as we strive for your five big stars. See you later, everybody. (laughs)